Welcome to the English Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Stu Sensei's English Podcast with me, Stu Sensei. Uh, it is the second day of the new year, 2021, and we are going to be talking about Brexit today. Now, the UK have finally left the EU in news that has dominated most of the news over the last four years. And um, apart from the last year, obviously, because of the COVID virus. But we're going to look at today, for the first time on the podcast, we're going to look at some parts to do with the Brexit deal and how it affects people going to and coming from the UK. And we'll also look at some vocabulary as well. So today I'm highlighting an article that I found on CNN. The title of the article is How Brexit Will Change Travel. So we're looking at travel news. But first of all, what is Brexit? Brexit was the withdrawal of the United Kingdom from the European Union and the European Atomic Energy Community at the end of the 31st of January 2020. Now, whilst that was the end, there has been a transition period of 11 months that, have, that has only just finished at the end of this last year, or the end of 2020. So it's officially over with. And whilst there'll still be more and more things that need to be worked out, that is the basis of what Brexit is. Just in case you don't know what the EU is, the EU, also known as the European Union, is a political and economic union of 27 member states, countries, that are located primarily in Europe. So 27 countries that work together, basically. Uh, and now the UK is not one of the countries included in that group. So, and Brexit, just for a small note, what does Brexit mean? It means British exit. It's just two words put together. What does this uh, article go over? The article basically goes over, like I said, it's to do with travel. But it talks about a few key points. For example, do citizens need visas to travel to different countries? And it, what's the cost of traveling to the UK or outside of the UK? And um, can people use cars or healthcare and these kind of things? I'm going to sum most of these up pretty quickly for you whilst going over some vocabulary here. So let's have a look at the first part where it just does a quick summary and, and says about the confusion that's happened over the four years and that it hasn't been easy. In fact, it uses some nice vocabulary here. It says Brexit hasn't been an easy road, an easy road politically. That just means it hasn't been easy. The path to Brexit hasn't been easy. Uh, many, many European states decided that they prefer not that not to happen over the time period. And it actually states that the total population that voted for Brexit was just 52% compared to 48% who decided not to leave. So, and I think some minds changed over time, but obviously it's finished up now. And yeah, what does that mean for people now who want to leave the UK or want to enter? One part of the article that was very interesting for me was when it was talking about money. Because the UK has been known for a long time as being an expensive country to visit. And that's because of some wording that we're going to go over now. The pound was always seen as a strong currency. Now, what does that mean? Uh, the, that means that compared to another country's currency, the pound was more valuable. You could say more expensive. So if you compared, for example, in America in 2007, this is part of the article as well, 
for one pound you get two dollars so for just one English pound you could get two dollars that means that the pound was strong compared to the American dollar at that point now however saying that um, if we look nowadays since the Brexit referendum was in place um, the pound dropped massively significantly dropped uh, so it made it a weaker currency compared to it what it was before and that means that the UK is now a cheaper place to visit why because you can get more pounds for one of your own currency or like a certain amount of your own currency for example uh, when I left from the UK to Japan one pound was around 200 yen whereas now uh, one pound is around 100 and maybe 20 or 30 yen it's very very different so it's changed a lot almost halved so I if I went back to the UK I could earn I could get a lot more money from my yen okay um, so yeah that's a very interesting point that might interest some of you who want to visit the UK Another part of the article that interests me that I wanted to really find out about was would I need a visa to visit any part of Europe? And it looks like the answer is no. But the time that we're allowed to travel around Europe has been shortened. So originally you could own you could travel around Europe for six months or you could travel to other European countries for six months. Um, whereas now it's changed. Anyone from the UK can only travel for 90 days. Whereas people traveling from Europe can still travel to Europe to the UK, sorry, uh, for six months currently. That might change in the future. But a nice word within this is within the next sentence I'm going to say from the article, which is the UK is expected to include EU citizens in its ETA visa waiver scheme by 2025. Now, maybe that doesn't mean much to you, but the word I want to focus on in this sentence is the word waiver. What does waiver mean? Waiver is a formal statement that you're giving up a right, something that you are allowed to have, something that you should have, a legal right or a privilege. Um, so when it says visa waiver scheme, it's basically you giving up your right to have a visa. You don't need to have a visa to travel between those countries. So that's an interesting point, an interesting piece of vocabulary for us there. The last thing we're going to focus on is paperwork. Not the most exciting thing I know, but bear with me. There's one nice piece of vocabulary here. So the article states that UK citizens will now need six months validity left on their passports to enter the EU. So this is talking about how much time is left on your passport that you're allowed to have before you can travel. And previously, there wasn't so much of a big issue with how much time is left as long as you had come back before the end of your passport's, end of your passport's time. And now this sentence has a nice word that I tried not to say there, which is validity. Validity refers to something that is officially true or legally acceptable. So what this part of the article is trying to explain is that now UK citizens will need six months on their passport. It must be legal that they are allowed to use their passport for the next six months before they can travel. Uh, so before it was a lot shorter, whereas now it has to be extended. Uh, so that's uh, a development that affects most people traveling outside of the UK. 
that's the end for this episode. I hope you enjoyed this short eight minute episode on a news topic today, which is a bit different to what we usually do. If you like it, please tell me. I'd love to know. Please come find me on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, LinkedIn. I'm literally everywhere these days. I hope to see you somewhere soon. And thank you very much for listening. I'll speak to you next time. Ciao.